Welcome to the Emerald City Sports Podcast, the podcast where we talk about your Seattle sports teams. I'm Josh Ringo, and my co-host is none other than Seahawks Martin. Yo, 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 what's up? Episode three, baby. After a two-week hiatus, we come back and we're going to be talking about three topics today. Uh, DK has uh, skipped out on a training camp. We'll talk about that. And then uh, we'll uh, talk about the Mariners series winning streak, having uh, won the last three series. And then we'll finish up uh, by talking about why Ty France uh, deserves to become an all-star come July. All-star voting is actually open right now. So, so go out voting. and vote for Ty France, ladies and gentlemen. Please, he deserves it. So let's begin. Um, Martin, what do you think, DK's uh, skipping out it on camp? Why and what do you think is in the future for him? Will he come back to camp? Or... Man. Uh, this is a uh, really interesting because it's been a while since someone has not come to minicamp, and this is, um, according to Ian Rappaport, this is due to uh him wanting another contract. I mean, this is his last year of his rookie contract, so I'm not surprised he wants a new deal done. Um, the way we're looking at it, it's multi-year. It's gonna be probably at least a hundred million because wide receivers are divas and they really want that money. Um, at the same time though, he's currently in California healing his foot that he was injured playing with for, um, the entire season last year. So, um, this could be really interesting. Um, I wonder how the Seahawks will work the trade talks out with him. And, um, I just hope that he comes back because the way it's going, we just cannot lose another weapon on this team. Yeah. But I think personally, I think they're going to let him go. We've seen wow. we've the Seahawks though they have free cap st- uh, space by renegotiating the deal with Shelby Harris, but with this run first offense, and I think if P. Carroll is gone, I think D. Carroll or D. Calf probably will leave as well. But even with him staying, it also I still still think he's gonna. St- I think he's going to leave. We, we still have Tyler Lockett, and we're also in a rebuilding phase. So DK uh, has is in, near his prime or maybe even in his prime, uh, however you want to look at it. But I think he wants to go out and win championships uh, rather than just staying here. I think that, well, maybe he will leave, but he's a really vocal um, and important part of this offense. and. I mean, yeah, it's a run first now. We are in a rebuild, so it will be hard for him to get his catches. But I still feel like he really enjoys being on this team. He likes the environment he's in. And he seems to be having a lot of fun whenever he's with the guys in Seattle. So, um, I mean, you never know, but um, things can happen. We knew that with Russell Wilson right there as, you know, they were talking about, oh, we're not trading him a few days later, boom. So it, it could happen, but... Man, I feel like we he should be paid because of how much he's done for the wide receivers group. I mean, we will still have Tyler Lockett, but it two is better than one most of the t- most of the time. Yeah, I don't think we're really utilizing. I don't think we have for the past. I don't know, like 
years that Russell Wilson's been on the team, you know, utilizing our wide receivers uh, as much as I think we could have gone further in the playoffs had we switched to more of a uh, passing game. I see um, your point there, Josh. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on. Um, the Mar- the Mariners, after losing, I think, like 18 out of their past 26 and having in horrible game uh month of may they have won a series against the astros uh two to one two a two uh two one split against the orioles uh the rangers and then the astros um again martin what do you think is going on here is this just a really easy schedule for them or is something heating up I feel like something's heating up, Josh. Um, yes, the Orioles aren't great, neither are the Rangers, but the fact that we want a series against the Astros, this is the Houston Astros, folks. The This is the team that makes it to the playoffs almost every year. They've won a World Series, although they cheated. Um, but, I mean, we're on a roll. We're on a roll. Three series wins in a row. You usually do not see this often unless you're like some red-hot team. Um, usually the Mariners will be really inconsistent. They'll win one, they'll lose one, they'll win one, and then they'll lose one. It's always been like, it's always like that. And it was like that for almost all of May. Um, they had a really rough patch there, especially when they got swept in Boston for four games in a row. In fact, as we're recording this, the Mariners are going to, um, have a three game series against Boston. So they, um, as we're recording this, we really hope that they can, um, pull out another series win because if, they beat the Red Sox in this series. It really shows that they are showing signs of life, and they are definitely on a roll. Yeah, um, the Ash, uh, the Mariners have haven't won a series, um, in Astros home turf since twenty nineteen, which uh, shows we can act. We've broken barriers, and uh, we are. Six games below 500, but I think hopefully this Red Sox series goes well. And then after that, the Twins, which we can handle. Um, so, yeah, I think the, they are heating uh, up. But can we? Can they just keep the stamina up for the rest of the season? We will see. Uh, any, and yeah. uh, to point out, after the Twins, it's a five-game series with the Angels. And now the Angels are on, what, a 14-game losing streak now? If they we could capitalize on that, we could go 5-0 and in that series, and that would be really big for us. So, I mean, honestly, if we can just go 2-1, and 2-1, and 2-1, and it will, it will be a, a matter of time until we're, we'll have a, um, a winning record and we'll be above 500. Yep, so let's go to our final topic of the day. Uh, again, as I said before, all-star voting, I think, has opened – and one of the front runners that could make the uh the all-star game is Ty France, third baseman. Um, and has been really good. And I feel like one of the star players uh that helped the team, even when Mitch Handiger has been out a lot. Yeah, Ty France has gone crazy so far this year. He's been putting up impressive numbers a 327 batting average you do not see that often that's just one reason that he deserves a spot he also has 38 rbis 38 up until what we're only about a quarter or a third away through into the season that is a lot of um rbis 
And when you look at the other guys who are candidates for that first base spot in the American League, they have a cu- um they have a couple of spots where they'll be ahead of Ty France, but overall Ty France is just a lot better than the rest of them. He definitely deserves a spot. He's been busting his butt for these last few years with the Mariners. He really truly deserves a spot on the um on the All Star team, especially the way he's been playing lately. Yeah, unlike the team, he has been very uh consistent, sh- uh hitting nearly every game, um. And just not going as up or down as uh, more of the other first basemen as uh, in uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. or Jose Abreu in Chicago. I think he is, I think he could, I think he's a lock, I think, to make the game as the Mariners uh, all-star. If he does not make this game, I am going to be heated. I think the rest of Seattle will be heated too. Let me just squeeze in another candidate who I believe should get in, and that's Logan Gilbert. Logan Gilbert is easily our best pitcher on that starting rotation so far. I mean, his record is really impressive. I believe it's 6-2, and two, and that's better than all the other pitchers. They're either around the 500 area or they're a lot worse, like Chris Flexen. Um, Logan Gilbert seems to be like the only guy who's consistently putting up good um good how do I say he he gives good performances um it's consistent his ERA is consistently um under 2.5 um he's always getting strikeouts and man that guy has a good um has good pitches especially that fastball it just goes crazy he really deserves that um if he might not get it in but I feel like he needs some um attention from the national media that he should be at least a candidate yep uh he already has appeared in national uh media winning uh april al pitcher of the month honors and he has really improved uh since his rookie season in 20 uh 21 going from a 4.68 era uh, to now a 2.29 era with 60 strikeouts in 50 uh nine innings i think he's a really impressive yeah Mm -hmm. big change very big improvement um and has helped the team a lot i think he can make it as an all-star um if he just stays this way yeah yeah but he has a lot of competition in that american league the american league is full of some really good pitchers while we're on the subject of pitchers i kind of want to talk about uh the disappointment Robbie Ray has been so far this year. His ERA is at a 4.97. That is abysmal for a pitcher. Um, he came into Seattle with, what, over a $100 million deal. Everyone's expecting him to go crazy because he was a Cy Young Award winner, but he has not been living up to that Cy Young Award um, expectation. He's been really disappointing. And this last game against the Astros feels like it's almost the last straw because he just hasn't been playing as great as he was with the Blue Jays. Um, Josh, what do you think about this? What, um, what are the Mariners going to do about Robbie Ray? Yeah, um, I think he has had a regression since winning that AL Gold Glove. Um, and yes, he has some terrible games. But I think this season of May uh, uh, has been a little bit hard for him. A bunch of games against the Astros right off the bat. We've had the Blue Jays, hard-hitting offense, the Mets, the Phillies, the Rays. I just think it's just a pretty hard schedule that will soft 
that is going to soften up, as you said, Red Sox, Twins, Angels, Orioles, Athletics, Padres. I think during this stretch, we can see if he can actually handle the easier opponents. Um, we can see if that is actually true or it's just he just is having a hard month. I mean, it's the beginning of the season. We didn't even know if we were going to be playing the season at all. So, yeah, you got a good point there, Josh. But, I mean, this is an easy – I feel like this should be an easy stretch for him coming up because uh, these teams, their hitters aren't so great, except for maybe the Angels and the Red Sox. But other than that, I mean, if he just keep, continues to slump, I think we're going to have a lot of problems in that Mariners organization. So, Robbie Ray really needs to step up because the way he's going, uh-uh, that deal is going to be um, a big flop. Probably one of the biggest flops in Banner's history. So, I believe we are done with episode three. A little quick, probably, than you guys were expecting. But, hey, we get through these really fast, so you guys might need to catch up. That's it for episode three. Episode four will probably be coming your way eventually. Hopefully next week or maybe the next week. We'll see. Because Josh and I, we're just trying to survive school. We're almost done. Um, In the summer, you guys can probably expect a lot from us. But that's it with episode three. Episode four will probably be coming soon. And until next time, go Hawks, go Mariners, go Sounders.